702. The Africa Report with Crystal Odison. Indeed, this Africa Report is brought to you by the Intra-Africa Trade Fair, where entrepreneurs, investors and governments from 55 African countries all meet to explore trade, business and investment opportunities. Crystal Orderson, gosh, did you, are you a bit of a witch doctor? Do you have some bones that you throw around? I'm asking you this, of course, because last week we spoke about uh, the political instability in Sudan. The very next day, wasn't there a coup? Absolutely, Bongani. I think we should agree that both of us have been throwing the bones on this story that we've been talking um, such a lot about. And so, unfortunately, this week we saw a coup. We shouldn't call it anything else. I mean, military takeover, they can try to spin it all they want. So, for the past few days, Bongani, there's been no internet. There's a state of emergency. All flights have been suspended and there's been ongoing protests in the capital Khartoum because the um, opposition and also civil society is saying they're not going to allow the military simply to take over. But the military is unperturbed, Bongani. They're saying they've dissolved the government. They've announced the formation of a new government. Um, they had, in fact, I mean, taken the Prime Minister Abdullah Hamduk and his wife and they've since released him. And um, there's also been reports that several cabinet ministers have been arrested. So what does it mean, Bongani? I think firstly one cannot deny that the political legacy of former President Al Bashir has not been um you know, it didn't disappear overnight. The military was still there, his supporters were still there, and they weren't going to accept a coalition of, you know, different voices, including civil society and just different reformers as part of this transitional arrangement that's been in power for less than two years. So what we've seen overnight, Bungani, the U.S., um, they've suspended $700 million in aid, which is very unfortunate because this new transitional government really worked hard to get this aid for the country. We see the U.S. and the African Union have called on the military to step down. The U.N. Security Council will make an announcement tonight. My assessment, Bongani, is that unless you have some serious pressure um, from the outside world, we're not going to see the military simply just handing over power. This indeed what is encouraging news, of course, as, as you say, overnight, uh, the Prime Minister is at least, uh, his whereabouts have been confirmed. Now, here's an interesting one. Uh, the African Rugby World Cup qualifiers are taking place where? In France, Pungani. Uh, I also thought it was quite fascinating, given that there's quite, you know, there's a love for the game, at least, you know, um, on the continent. And of course, here in South Africa, we've hosted a World Cup before. So um, this is outraged Twitter users, the Regional Association for Rugby, saying that the qualifiers will be played in France. Now, um, those. Um, Teams that are participating will be Namibia, Senegal, Uganda, Zimbabwe, and they will meet Burkina Faso, Algeria, Kenya, and the Ivory Coast. So Twitter users outrage and they view it as controversial and also they call it neo-colonial and saying why would they deny local fans from um, a chance to watch these games, but also more importantly, grow the game on the continent beyond South Africa and here in Southern Africa, where the game is, of course, very popular. Now, the Rugby Association, they defended its decision. They say it's important um, for, um, you know, African rugby clubs to get an international exposure. And they say France offered the greatest opportunity um, for these, um, you know, these players and also um, for scouts, etc., to see them in action and they will get greater experience 
exposure, visibility. Of course, I mean, I don't buy it, Tonkani. Um, we know that France will host the 2023 World Cup. And I think it's quite interesting because, you know, if you want to grow the game, one would assume you would have it on the continent. And Kenya, who had in fact hosted um, the match, um, the championship before and expressed um, an interest that they were really disappointed in the decision and it will clearly not help the game on the continent at all. So interesting decision from the, um, you know, this association for rugby and, you know, qualifiers taking place in France. The more things change, the more things stay the same. Thank you very much, Crystal Alderson, for this morning's Africa Report. Join Africa's largest trade and investment fair in South Africa. Intra-African Trade Fair gives you access to more than 1,000 exhibitors, 10,000 visitors and buyers, 5,000 conference delegates and more than 55 countries. Participate in trade and investment deals worth 40 billion US dollars as businesses and governments come together to explore business and networking opportunities at the International Exhibition. Brought to you by the African Export-Import Bank and their their premium partners, the Intra-Africa Trade Fair 2021, Transforming Africa.